rising middleweight prospect Jordan Williams. How you doing today? Uh, well, first off, you know I'm good. Thank you for asking, and I hope all is well with on your side of the world. And you know I don't know how it is out there in North Korea, but you know I hope it's all you know. Yeah, you know I'm I'm definitely asking like you know let me know how it is over there for you. You know, but, it's, uh, it's uh it's getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. Good. Um, so fucking with me, well, you know, the last two months has been pretty crazy. I mean, not, I mean, not crazy in the sense that it's actually, it's been the opposite of crazy. Uh, you know, it's been crazy in the sense that everything's been on standstill, you know, being the, or having a life of a professional fighter, you know, we're all used to moving and going and our aspect on promoting ourselves is that, you know, look at, you know, we're doing day jobs, but also we're doing fighting and now there's a halt of both. So it, it was, it's crazy in the sense that there's no craziness in my life. I had three fights canceled with, well, you know, which sucks, but you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, I'm talking to my management and there's something lined up now. So, you know, that's what made the last two months better is like now that there's talk about a potential lineup. So, you know, now we're good. I want to get into those, those fights that were canceled. Two of them were pretty big fights. You know what I mean? Like one of them was against a UFC veteran. And then the other one was for a, a middleweight title up in Canada. You know, both of them fell through. What, what was the frustration levels like for the fa past few months? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's just kind of like a frustration that just gets you to the stomach, you know? It's just like, you know, you're prepared, you're ready to go, I'm ready for my comeback, and to get my way back into the into the, the UFC uh, cage. And one of them was against uh, a UFC veteran, Kyle Stewart. That was the one that got canceled that was in Arizona. And that was, I mean... The the world championship one that hurt. Don't get me wrong, because it was in Canada. I was excited. My management went through all the details to get me approved. Excuse me, approved to go to Canada. And then all of a sudden, he caused injury three weeks out. So you know, that's unfortunate. I mean, whether it really was an injury or not, who knows? But you know, uh, uh, nonetheless, it's unfortunate that that happened. And then my management was quick. Within uh, two weeks or so, they had a replacement. Um, we had, they had two replacements, um, but they both fell through. And um, in the end, because of the COVID-19. So, you know, it just sucked because, I mean, I, honestly, it was probably a good thing that the Canada thing got canceled because it would have sucked to get stuck over borders or, you know, across borders. So that would have sucked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, finally we're we're you know we're talking with the promotion that's you know that's doing shows during this time, so you know it's it's looking like a good like a, a good outcome. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know the prospects are there, man. You're you're one of the guys that've been around and and fighting and clawing, man, for the past few years to get to the big show, and it's just like uh speed bump hey. here or there you know what i mean that's that's kind of like the story and uh but you keep winning though and that's all you can do is go out there and win these big fights yeah i mean i appreciate it yeah i appreciate you you know you thinking uh that i won my last fight too it's just like you know all you can do is just win you just put the the test ahead of you and you just gotta pass it and then just just wait for the next one it's it's just like 
yeah, they're stringing me around. It's kind of, but basically, that show was like a circus for Dana White just to be like, you you did a takedown when you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. No contract. And they're like, what? Like, I did 15 or 14 minutes and 59 seconds of, of great fight besides, in your mind, you know, so like we can be we can like you know split hairs on that about what that show really is, but you know if if they came up with another opportunity, at the bottom line is I'm gonna take it. I have to. I'm in that I'm in that position like you said. I've been fighting and clawing for so close or for so long to get so close. You know at this point, you know I just I just it just has to be done. The contender series. That's what I think a lot of people will focus on more with you other than the mm-hmm. other fights that you've had in between where you've performed so well, the contender series, you know, two results that didn't go in your favor. The first one was uh, overturned. You won, but you they overturned it for some little, you know, loophole that they have over there. And then the yeah. other one, the last fight last July, was a split decision that a lot of people felt like you won that fight. Uh, which one hurts more for you? Um... This, I mean, honestly, the split decision lost because even though I won on that five-day notice, I walked away with the win, and it was on a five-day notice, and it was in the largest uh, stage in the world. Like, it was inside the octagon, so it's like nothing. Whether Dana White could take away what he thought I belonged in the UFC that night doesn't take away the fact that I won or I that got I got 10 Gs put in my pocket. Yeah. That also feels good, <laughs> you know, so, um, but the last one was just, like, knowing that, like, just, like, there was such a, bu- a big build-up for the fight, and hearing everyone's perspective, and then watching the fight myself after, and knowing, and then confirming with myself that I won the fight, it, it's just a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big sting, because also, I was talking to my management, I was like, okay, well, you know, obviously, like, UFC doesn't, like, they're not interested for the man himself, like, was saying, I want to fight. He says, I belong there, but I'm not there. So, like, um, should we focus more on Bellator? Should we focus more across, you know, international waters over in Asia, like, with Ryzen and um, One FC and everything like that? And then my management. That So, you know, it, um, it was a big thing, you know, having the, like, come back and and reanalyze but you know um there's talk about you know like you know chances again about you know other platforms again that i was on in the past and ones i can uh get my face back on i haven't signed a contract yet so i'm not gonna say names right now but you know it's like it's gonna be the third time i'm on the show so hopefully it's just like like I have a chance to overturn everything that we've just been talking about. Uh, the the last fight also it it brings up a a topic of the judging. You know what I mean? Like Dana White came out and said, like you belong there. If the judges would have gave you the fight, you would have got the contract. You actually would yeah. be probably setting to you know have your UFC debut now. It's like what do you do to yeah. the judging, man? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly. <clears throat> they stole at least 40 to 50 grand out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, simply they stole, I mean, instantly at five grand that night. And then 
um, you know, UFC contract status and all the perks and all, all the if you know win on win on win. That's that's a lot of money that like you know that, that that they took away from me, and and it's just like I was always one of those guys is just like, well, like you know, you should always just finish your opponent. Like, don't leave it up to the judges. Like, well, sometimes. You're faced up against a fucking badass Russian, from an undefeated Russian from Dagestani, and you know he's just a thoroughbred badass. So and you got to go against up again, go up and give him your all. And sometimes, and everyone and you, like I just like everyone and the other the person who lost, the reason like the reason why they only lost to a decision was because everyone in their corner was saying, don't leave it to the judges. Don't leave it. Like, so just like, you know, I was like, I, like, I, I used to kind of follow that, that judgment, but now after I'm like, fuck man, like it, it's all, uh, it's all a scam. The judges are scams. There's nothing you can do. Like, you mean to tell me that I am not, um, earning a validation of my performance just because I didn't finish the fucker? Are you are you serious? Was that look at that fight? Was that not a fucking great fight? Mm-hmm. And now you mean to tell me that I don't get respect or validation just because I left it up to the judges? No, fuck that. Like we're both soldiers in that, and like so, just like I like um that that changed my mind on that, and you know it was just uh, that's what things is is uh, the judges is. Every every sport, right? Baseball, football, soccer, you name it all. They all have a scoreboard. Why isn't that with with fighting? They have high speed cameras, instant replay. They have all the technology now that okay, a jab is one point, a power punch is two points, you know, a leg kick one point. Body kick, two point. Head kick, three points. Like, fucking count it up. Let's point it up. Let's just point it up. And then all of a sudden, if someone gets knocked out, all the points don't matter anymore because someone was finished. But it's just like um, fighting, boxing, all all the combat sports, the ones where it's the least like a sport and all like war is um, there's no scoring. It's just so weird to me. Like, there is technology now that we can score it up. It might take the one-minute break that we get in between each round and then the start of the next round. Okay, well, we tallied up all the all the punches, which they do. They already tally up all the punches each round. Why not just give a, a, a monetary value to each punch or a, a score value to each punch? Right? It's just like, um, it's rigged, man. This is rigged. The most favorite fighter wins. It's every time. I was I was a four to one underdog, or at least over four to one underdog on that on that card. And you know, just like you know, some people, I guess maybe them judges had some money on that fight. They didn't think I was gonna pull it through. You know, it's just I'm sorry, I'm rambling on, but you know, I can go on forever. The, I, obviously, that's the fight that hurts more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's understandable. Like the judges. It's always been a topic, and, and and they need to fix that. Like you said, they got to change something. Also, people have to realize that at the highest level, there's fights that are going to be going to the judges all the time. So it's not like that you can mm-hmm. downgrade somebody's performance because of a, a split decision. You know what I mean? It's just, just crazy to me that if people would attack somebody for 
fighting their heart out and then losing in a split decision. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like how many people, it's like street fights, there's no there's no reason our street fights should last more than a minute. But then sometimes you see those people who don't know how to fight and then there's street fights and they last forever and they're like, someone please call it and enter this. There's no winner, you know, and just like... It's, you know, you know, but then you get two high quality athletes. Of course, there's a, a big possibility of that happening. Uh, also, another thing that uh, I saw that you um, you were thinking about going down to welterweight again. Um, is that something that you've been working on the last couple of months? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've been working on it. I, I keep welterweight within striking distance, mm-hmm. but not to I, um, I keep the skillet more. Uh, in temperature check for 185. So right now I, I weighed 182 after practice, but um, before when when I was preparing for those other fights, um, I was weighing 178, 175 sometimes after practice. So uh, 170 is definitely a big option right now. I feel like um, I'm still getting my diet in check right now because I, I dropped me I eat I'm like 90 or so percent vegan so you know which made a good weight drop on my you know on my body so it's looking like 170s or welterweight is a, is a good option you know uh, right now I think my management is still fighting or finding fights for me at 185 but I told them my my thoughts and my and I talked to my coach Dave Trail on my thoughts about dropping the 170 and it's looking like that might be a big possibility and my managers loved it they loved hearing like dude if we can get you back to 170 healthy and performing um like you know I think that would be uh UFC would like take you a lot more seriously well, you know, you got to get in where you fit in, right? Sometimes it's just <laughs> that's what it hey, is. Man, that's the name of the game. Yeah, so, you know, but it seems like you have something in the works. You know, you can't really talk about it too much, but a lot of people know what's going on in the summertime. Uh, Jordan, man, I appreciate the time, and uh, and hopefully uh, you do get that fight set up and get it scheduled, and, and we'll see you back in, in the cage again soon. Hey, man, I appreciate the time and the interview today. I will, I will tell you something that my management told uh, me, is that by the end of 2020, you will see me in the UFC. And that's something that I fully believe, no matter through this COVID-19 bullshit, my friend, that that's that, that, that belief is what I'm also striving and also believing in myself. You will see that.